You're listening to The Leadership Pod, episode 53, Business Etiquette Tips in the Workplace 2021, Do's and Don'ts for Job Success. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Cara Ronan. I'm a leadership coach and best-selling video course creator for Business Etiquette 101, Social Skills for Success, and the Assertive Communication Skills Masterclass. I created this podcast to help you build your brand, visibility, and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. So we are back for another episode of the Leadership Pod. You know, this episode is the third time I've actually tried to record this episode today. This morning, I tried two times and there was a man outside mowing the lawn, going by with his lawnmower. And I immediately knew that this was not going to be the right environment to record an episode for you. So I thought I will try again this afternoon and let's hope that it ends up being a good recording for you. So today we have a lot of things to talk about. Now, this episode is about business etiquette tips in the workplace for 2021. And I'm going to go through a number of do's and don'ts for you so you can succeed in your career, in your job, or in your business if you are an entrepreneur. Before we get to that though, a couple of important things. The first one is if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, then make sure you do over at Apple Podcasts or the platform that you like to use the best. And also leave a review if you can, because this helps me immensely to get more visibility with this podcast so I can grow it, have more people listen to it and help more people with this free advice that I give out every week. The other thing I wanted to talk to you about before we get started is I have reintroduced the Q&A episodes to this podcast. So what does that exactly mean for you? Well, if you have a question that you want answered, a struggle at work, an obstacle that you're facing at work, then send it to me. And if I haven't already answered it, and if it's related to the area of expertise that I focus on, which is leadership, communication, personal branding, and business etiquette, I will answer your question in an upcoming episode. So let's start today's episode. And as I mentioned, we're talking about business etiquette tips in the workplace for 2021. Now, some of you listening might be wondering, well, why Am I talking about business etiquette? Isn't that out of date? Isn't that old fashioned? And it's not surprising that you are asking this question because I actually get it a lot. When I first started my business, Executive Impressions, my main focus was on business etiquette. I wanted to help people interact better with one another. I wanted to help them develop relationships, strengthen relationships in their work life and learn the skills they needed to succeed in business. And this is what the core of business etiquette is really about. It's about people and interacting with people in a way that makes them feel comfortable, that helps them get to know, like, and trust you, that helps you feel confident as well. So it might seem like an old-fashioned topic that has no relevance in society today, but I want you to know it is very relevant because at the end of the day, we are still dealing with people, right? You deal with people every time you go to work, every time you go to the office, every time you meet a potential client or a current client, you deal with people. 
even if it's virtually nowadays. So you have to connect with people. You have to know how to connect with them and get them to know, like, and trust you, which in turn will help you build your leadership brand, which is a topic I talk about a lot on this podcast. And when you do that, you are one step ahead of everyone else for promotions and for career opportunities and for new clients if you run your own business. So the importance of business etiquette cannot be overlooked today, especially this year, especially when things are so tense and everyone is going through such a challenging time at work in their professional life and even in their personal life. You know, Given what we've been through in 2020, our relationships with people have become so important for our happiness, for our fulfillment, and also for our sanity. I know that a lot of you are finding it difficult to deal with the lack of in-person contact. A simple hug, a simple handshake that used to be a normal or a regular part of our everyday life, it's disappeared. Or even a simple in-person conversation over coffee with somebody. You know, there's a lot more distance now between people and it might be very difficult for you personally to live with. So this has changed a lot of the interactions in our business life and in our work life. Then on top of that, there is a massive shift that we've seen in the world of work, how the workplace has changed, how our interactions with our co-workers, clients and everyone else has changed too. You know, how can we keep our leadership brand strong amongst all of this? How can we keep our business relationships strong in a time when in-person contact is limited? And if our business relationships are being damaged, how can we make sure that we don't get stuck in a stagnant career? This was actually a question I received recently from one of the listeners of this podcast that I am planning to talk about in a future Q&A episode. But basically, in-person contact is limited. Jobs are competitive. People are tired. They're frustrated. They're depressed. And anxiety is at an all-time high. Uh, A bit of a side note here, I recently started an account with TikTok and I'm still understanding how it works and what content to create there and how often to post and all of that. But uh, the reason I'm bringing it up is because one thing I was surprised about is that many of the videos in my TikTok feed, uh, I don't know if you call it that, but anyway, my TikTok feed are all about health and wellness, psychological support, anxiety support. Uh, you know, obviously for people who watch the TikTok videos. And I looked through the statistics of TikTok. So I wanted to do a bit of research about, you know, who watches it, what are the age groups. And the biggest age group on TikTok are people between 18 to 24, so Generation Z. But surprisingly, there is a large group of people between the ages of 25 to 34. So this is definitely in the experienced mid-level, even senior level professional age group. And I was surprised that a lot of people, you know, are watching all of those videos about health and wellness. So normally in times of uncertainty and constant change, we would have our friends, we'd have our family and even our colleagues sometimes to discuss these general life problems with. But that is really difficult now. And I think that the lack of human interaction that we have or don't have, is making a lot of people go, you know, very stressed. And it's turning, people are turning to platforms like TikTok or LinkedIn or Instagram to get that human connection. But I am seeing a lot more people 
Now, head back to the office. In Australia anyway, a lot more people have already for a number of months been heading back to the office. And in other countries in the world, I think people are starting to head back to in-person, you know, meetings and things like that this year in 2021. So that's where today's episode really comes into it. When we head back to the office, things will be different. We have to adapt new rules, new policies uh, about interacting with people, about how to conduct ourselves in the office, uh, whether these are formal or informal, and to help you deal with this better so you can still continue to strengthen your relationships, build your personal brand, and advance your career. I thought a video on the current you know, updated business etiquette guidelines would be a really helpful resource for you so you can navigate this different work life that we are about to step into. So I have 12 business etiquette topics I'm going to talk through today and I'm going to go through them pretty quickly because obviously it is a lot to cover in one episode. So let's get started. The first one is about shaking hands. Now, this is more about when somebody extends their hand to you because they want to shake your hand, Uh, but you might not want to shake hands. You might not be able to shake hands. You know, what do you do? How do you politely decline a handshake? The simple reply I would recommend you to use is, I'm really excited to meet you, but I'm not shaking hands right now. That's all you have to say. It is your right to not shake hands. And this is one of the dilemmas a lot of people are going to face in the transition back to work. Some people may be okay with shaking hands. Other people may not be okay with shaking hands. They may not want to. So we're going to have that tension between people and that confusion in interactions and meeting and greeting and all of that. So I hope that this you know, tip is going to help you out there if you are one of those people who is offered a handshake but you don't want to shake hands. I think a lot of people are worried about declining a handshake for fear of offending and I want you to put this fear aside. I want you to put your priorities, your health first and know that you can decline a handshake if you want to. The second topic I'm going to cover is coughing and sneezing. So what if you're talking to someone who is coughing or sneezing around you? They're not wearing a mask. Uh, What I suggest, remove yourself from the situation as soon as you can. All you have to say, all you have to do is take a step back from that person, which indicates that you're distancing yourself from that person and say, excuse me, but let's continue this conversation later. I think a lot of people are really scared to cough or sneeze in public nowadays. I know that I am, you know, even if it's related to hay fever or allergies or things like that. Uh, So it does make it difficult for a lot of people. But many people also feel it's impolite to move away from somebody who is coughing or sneezing because it's not something we would normally do before, before all of this COVID thing happened. You know, a simple bless you used to be fine to deal with that situation, but now it isn't. So what I recommend you to do is to simply, is to verbally state that you would rather continue the conversation later. The third topic I'm going to talk about is about sharing food. And the straight answer here is don't do it, obviously for hygiene reasons. Uh, Don't share food in an office environment. If people offer you shared food, you know, for like a party to welcome everyone back to the office. I would avoid eating that, as simple as that. The fourth topic is about physical touch. And this has been a tricky one always, long before COVID. Personally, I've always preferred minimal physical touch in a professional setting. Uh, I don't really like hugging 
people. I much prefer handshakes, whether it's with men or with women. So the short answer here for physical touch for many reasons is, again, don't do it, especially now. And if someone is approaching you for a hug and you don't want to, then you can use the same sentence that you did with handshakes and say something like, I'm really excited to see you again, but I'm not hugging or shaking hands right now. The fifth topic I want to talk about is unkind or unfair comments. And I included this because people's level of tension is really high at the moment. And with that can easily come unkind or unfair comments because people are so stressed. They don't realize they're being nasty. Some things just come out of people's mouths. And what I suggest first is that you keep your level of stress in check and your comments and your remarks to others, keep those in check as well. Do that first. But then if you are on the receiving end of any kind of unkind or unfair comment, then I want you to know that it is your right to stand up for yourself. This is what I teach all of my students in my assertive communication skills masterclass, that it's your right to express your feelings, your opinions, and your wants, and to respond if somebody is nasty toward you. And the best way to respond to an unfair or unkind comment is this. Can you elaborate on that? Or what do you mean by that? So what you're doing here is you're getting them to explain what they just said, and that draws more attention to them. Sometimes they might kind of shrink back and be embarrassed. Other times they might want to defend their comment. But what it really does is it exposes them. And that's what you want. It exposes them and their unkind or unfair comment. Now, of course, there are extreme levels of this. And if the comment you received is at the extreme level and it's more in the form of discrimination, then you need to talk to your HR department or seek legal help for this. The sixth topic I want to talk about is video calls. Now, I know you're probably tired of hearing how people can, how how people should be professional on video calls, but I'm going to remind you again, just in case you have become complacent over these months and months of doing video calls. So the impression you give on video calls, it does say a lot about who you are professionally. Are you diligent? Are you organized? Are you respectful? Are you serious? Think about what your background tells people on your video calls. Think about what your outfit communicates to people on your video calls, even your grooming. What does that communicate to people on your video calls? Think about all of this because it does impact your leadership brand. The seventh topic I want to talk about is your work from home outfits. And this is more about the transition from work from home outfits to back to the office outfits. So what you need to remember is we have become very casual when working from home. Uh, A lot of you may be working from home in your pajamas. A lot of you may be wearing active wear when you're working from home. I did a podcast episode a couple of months ago about work from home outfits, giving some suggestions on what you can wear when you work from home to still look professional. But what you need to do when you head back to the office is you need to lift your level of formality. And this is one of the major issues a lot of people are going to be having. They're used to wearing casual attire. They like wearing their active wear. Uh, They like wearing their pajamas. Obviously, you can't wear your pajamas to the office. But 
we're all dressing a lot more casually because of working from home. So what you need to do is lift your level of formality when you go back to the office. Get away from the casual wear, lift your level of formality, and this will help you solidify your leadership brand and it will help you with your business relationships as well. The eighth topic I'm going to talk about is aggressive communication. So as I've already mentioned, people are very stressed right now, very frustrated and very angry, and this can easily come across in their communication. Think back to a time when you were thinking about something that made you stressed or that made you angry, and someone you love, your spouse, your child comes up to you asking a question. Your response was probably in an aggressive tone, you know, tone of words or the words, tone of voice or the words that you used, you may have been aggressive because it reflected the emotional state that you were in. And this is happening a lot more nowadays because everybody is so tense, because they are so stressed. So I want you to keep in check your own communication your own level of communication and make sure it's not aggressive. But also remember that if you're on the receiving end of this, you don't have to put up with it. You don't have to accept it. And if somebody does communicate to you in an aggressive way and you don't like it, you don't want it, simply say, I can see that you're stressed right now. Let's talk about this later on. It's all you have to say and then move on to another topic or move away from the conversation. The ninth topic I'm going to talk about is about politics. Now, politics has always been a risky conversation topic, and it is even riskier nowadays. It is not something that I would ever recommend you to talk about or to use as a conversation topic in a professional setting, especially now. So my suggestion to you is don't bring up politics as a conversation topic. If someone else brings it up, change the subject and you simply say, I don't talk about politics. I find it's a risky topic to talk about right now. And you can suggest other topics to talk about if you wish to continue the conversation. The 10th topic I'm going to talk about is noise disturbance. So noise disturbance is a really common issue in offices. It always has been because everybody has their own level of noise that they're comfortable with. You know, some people love a lot of noise and a lot of chatter around them. Other people hate it. What I recommend you to do is err on the side of caution and don't be noisy in an office environment. So take conversations away from people's desks and be aware how loud you talk on the phone because some people, and I am guilty of this myself, some people have a tendency to talk louder when they're on the phone. Uh, I guess there's a psychological reason behind this, but my husband is often saying to me, you know, keep your voice down if I'm in a public place. So I do have to be careful of that. Number 11 is use the other person's name. So this is a great way to strengthen the connection and to strengthen the bond because remember with lack of in-person contact, with no in-person contact over the past year or so, uh, you may have lost that connection with your colleagues, with your co-workers, with your clients as well. And you may not be able to replace it with physical contact yet, but you can help to mend it by using their name in conversation. And the reason I talk about using people's names in conversation is 
it makes people feel really warm. It makes them feel important and it makes them feel appreciated because you remember and you use their name. Now, how do you use their name? Well, you need to do it in a warm way, a kind way, something like this. Samantha, it's so good to see you after all of this time. So if I heard something like that, I would feel really warm inside and I would have a positive feeling walking away from the interaction with that person. Number 12, this is the last one, and it's a really important one that I wanted to include, and that is have more empathy. So people have been through a lot in 2020. Professionals, their bosses, leaders as well, everybody has been through a lot in 2020. You may not be aware of half of the things that your co-workers have been through. Not everybody shares all the struggles, all the difficulties they have. So you need to be a lot more aware that everybody is going through a hard time. And, you know, if people make mistakes on their job, if they forget things, you know, just try to be a little more forgiving with this. Try to have empathy because there's a lot of people out there who are juggling things like homeschooling the kids, plus full-time work, plus just the general stress and anxiety of living through what we're going through right now. A lot of people have lost their jobs as well. So there might be financial troubles that they have, financial stress that they're going through. So have empathy for everyone around you as a professional and as a leader as well. This is definitely the time to learn how to have more empathy. So please try to incorporate that in your day-to-day work life too. Well, there are the 12 business etiquette tips I wanted to share with you to help you prepare better for your work life in 2021. I hope you did enjoy these tips. They are very practical tips and I hope they will help you build your relationships, rebuild any relationships if they have been lost or build new relationships as well. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you again next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to check out my YouTube channel where you'll find videos to help you advance as an emerging leader. And I would love to hear from you via social media. You can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.